if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, welcome to the ECSW edition of the NHL season preview as we're about uh, three three or four weeks, less than a month away uh, from the NHL season starting. And as always, joining me, these NHL podcasts is Matthew Zader at Matthew Zader SC on Twitter, media editor and Canucks NHL draft contributing writer for the HockeyWriters.com, co-host of the HockeyWriters Prospects. Um, you know, Matthew, as we look into this season, I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things that happen because number one, it is the first time we're having a full season since, you know, the 2018-19 season uh, before the pandemic hits, the 2020 or 2019-2020 season gets uh, suspended, go to the bubble, the whole thing. Now we're expecting a normal full season. So it should be interesting to see what happens. And we'll start in the Atlantic division. We'll start the previews there. I'm going to go over the teams that I think will make the playoffs out of this division. Um, and then you give me yours as well. Uh, I think Florida is going to win the division. Um, you know, I think that this team is loaded. I love what they have in all three phases. I think Spencer Knight's really going to emerge this year as that number one goaltender. You know, you look at the top six, the addition of Reinhardt there. Um, we know about Barkov and Huberto, they're studs on the back end. You know, they have guys that are maybe overlooked by some. I think Uyghur is a stud. Um, I think Nudavara and Montour, if they're a pairing, I think they're fine. And the goaltending, you know, with Bobrovsky and Knight, I think Knight's going to emerge. So I think Florida makes it. I think Tampa makes it, obviously, as number two. I think Boston's number three. And I think the Leafs end up being um, a team that barely gets in at number four. So I think, you know, Florida, Tampa, Boston, Toronto, out of the Atlantic, make it. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, it's pretty good to get back to the regular division. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, you don't get back to a bit of normalcy and away from the just seven teams you're going to play all year. It's kind of it was kind of uh, got a little tiresome. So, but I mean, the Atlantic Division, like you said, it, there's a lot of strong teams in here, and I actually see the Maple Leafs missing the playoffs. Um, see it as well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, looking at the teams, you got well, the Lightning and Panthers. They're both strong teams. Lightning just won their second cup, so I mean, they yes, they lost their whole third line. But they got some young guys that can still like Ross Colton is is going to be really good, and he's going to take over that third line role. I'm, I'm thinking um, the Lightning is still a powerhouse. Uh, Canadians are still pretty good, even though they're missing a few guys. Uh, they got some some good pieces there, and even teams like the Red Wings. I mean, they're yes, they're probably not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be pushing these stronger teams as well. So I I say it's going to be Panthers, Canadians, Lightning. And uh, the Bruins um, to make it. Maple Leafs, they're going to be fighting for it all year, I think. It was hard for me to pick, you know, a, four teams in each of the Atlantic and Metro to make it. Because I think there's a good chance that we see five out of the Metro make it. Even though the Atlantic's really, really good, 
I think, like you said, teams are going to push each other. I think Detroit and Ottawa are definitely going to be factors at the bottom in terms of, you know, beating um, some teams and getting, you know, more points than many expect. I think Montreal's a team that I think they're right there um, till the end of it. I think they're right there with Toronto as well in terms of what they have. Um, you know, from a goaltending perspective, they're better than most of the teams in the Eastern Conference, I think. And uh, we'll see. I think, you know, at the bottom, you have Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo. I think that's, you know, something that's going to happen. I think Buffalo is going to be historically bad, even though usually when you think that about a team, they usually end up being a little bit better than you expect. I'm not saying Buffalo is going to be good, but um, yeah, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. On to the Metro, though. I think this is going to be a really, really interesting one because there's teams that I left out of the playoffs that I am surprised that I did. Um, I, I think the Rangers are going to have a big season. Um, I think with the way that they changed their team, they're a lot bigger, a lot more defensive-minded or, you know, toughness-minded. I think the Tom Wilson thing really changed them. Whether it works or not, we'll see. But I think, you know, they're less skill, more grit, which I think can be good um, in the playoffs especially, but you got to get there first. You know, I think Lafreniere is going to have a good season. I think, you know, you look at Capo Caco, is he going to finally – emerge. I think that could happen depending on who he plays with. I think Kravtsov could have a good season. Um, and I think the addition, you know, Barkley Goodrow, the contract is questionable, no doubt, but I think he'll be a big impact guy in the bottom six for them. I think Sammy Blay will as well from the uh, from the Buchanavis trade. So defensively, you know, they're good. They have the reigning Norris winner, Adam Fox. I think Jacob Truba is never going to live up to that contract, but I still think he's good enough. And uh, I think Shesterkin's going to have a big year. So I think the Rangers win the Metro. Um, which I think, you know, it's hard for me to boost a team that much when they really haven't been much lately. But I just got a feeling Gerard Glant, I think he's going to do a good job. I think number two, Washington, I think will have a good regular season and probably disappoint in the playoffs again. I can't believe I'm going back to the Philadelphia well after last year's embarrassment. I, I like them, though. I think they'll finish third. I think Carter Hart will bounce back. They've done their best to get their defensive unit to a spot where they're comfortable, and I think they did that. Um, and then Carolina. I think we have a little bit of a less good regular season in comparison to last year, but I still think they get in. So I'm leaving the Islanders and Penguins out, which that's hard to do, especially the Islanders, a team that's been to the conference finals back-to-back years. And I shouldn't go against, you know, Lamarillo or Trotz. I I think you got to trust those types. But at the end of the day, I just think they're going to have a bit of a letdown season. And we'll see if that actually happens. I think there's still a good chance they make it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Rangers, Capitals, Flyers, Hurricanes as my playoff teams in the Metro. What do you got? Yeah, this division is, is difficult, like you said. There's so many teams that, you know, even the, you know, teams like the Devils, they got really – they got way better on defense. Um, I mean, their goaltending, Blackwood's still a good goalie. Uh, you look at the Flyers, like you said, I, I still – I think the Flyers are going to have a huge bounce-back season from finishing – um, you know, probably one of the worst, the worst defensive teams in the league last year. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to bounce back. And, and like you said, the Rangers are, they're primed to win this division. I think I, I agree. I think the Rangers are winning this division. Um, I, I'm against though. I think the Islanders are making it. They're just too good of a defensive team. And uh, they got some depth offensively as well. Um, very trots. I, I don't ever bet against this guy he brings teams to the playoffs when they don't have any business in making it um i, I think they're making it so I, i'm going uh, rangers um islanders hurricanes and uh my gosh it's to, and then flyers i'd say maybe 
<laughs> this this division is just going to be so just going to flip flop all season. It's going to be. I mean, these recovers as a whole is confusing because there's a lot. Like, there's. I would say there are. There's one guaranteed bad team that will have no chance all year. That's Buffalo. Outside of that, I mean, I think Ottawa is going to be better than expected. I think Detroit will as well. I think New Jersey and Columbus as well. I, Columbus is going to be like an 80-point team just because, yeah. like, they, they lost a lot, but it's just their system. Um, and I think that their defense is still good even without Seth Jones. Really, Seth Jones has not been good the last couple of seasons. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If you look at the analytics and I think Adam Boquist was a great move for them in that trade. Oh, yeah. But still there, obviously. I think, you know, Jake Bean's going to be good for them. So I think Columbus will be like an 80 point team, which is probably better than what a lot of people expect. You look at what they have right now. I mean, their top six, I think is still pretty good. If, if guys play the way they're supposed to, you know, uh, yeah. line a especially and Roslovic was a great pickup in that trade, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll get into the playoffs in the Eastern Conference after we do the Western Conference. And the Central, the Central's tough because I think there's teams that are expected to be better, and I think there's teams that are going to fall back a little bit. I think Colorado's a guaranteed number one in the Central, and then I think after that it kind of becomes a little bit of a different story. I think Dallas uh, will be number two. I think they're going to bounce back. They need a little bit more assurance when it comes to goaltending, um, and I think they'll get that, and their defense is always going to be you know really solid. you got Haskin in there. you got Lindell. you got Klingberg. So – a lot going there, even by losing Alexiak. I'm not too worried about them at the back end. I think St. Louis, number three, um, you know, Buchnevich and Saad are huge additions in the way that they want to play. The overall two-way game is very important, and I think that those additions are great. I still worry about the defense, no doubt about it. I still think they're good enough to get in. And then I think Winnipeg sneaks in um, at number four. And uh, I think Minnesota misses. I mean, as good as they were last year, they rely a lot on one guy to yeah. be explosive. And that's Kaprizov. And he was just re-signed. A great job by them to not lose him. I never really thought there was a chance to go to the KHL, but it's always scary when you when you see something like that. And maybe he, uh, maybe he was never going to leave. I doubt it. I mean, he said he wasn't. So, um, But I think they miss. I think Chicago is going to be better, but I still don't think they're there. Um, they did a lot of questionable things. I think they're kind of desperate to get back in, and I don't think they will. I, I think that Stan Bowman is probably worried about losing his job because he did some really desperate things in the offseason. The Seth Jones deal is outrageous. The trade itself wasn't great, but the contract could just be really bad. It could cripple them even more. They've already been crippled by contracts in the past. You know, Duncan Keith's contract was long-term. Prince Seabrook's contract was a disaster. Kane's contract has been great because he's one of the best players of all time. Jonathan Taves' contract has been good, but last couple of years have been a little bit questionable. But um, I think they miss. I think Nashville misses, and I think Arizona is just going to be really bad. Arizona and Buffalo are going to be competing for that number one pick, no doubt about it. So uh, I'm going to say Colorado, Dallas, St. Louis, Winnipeg out of the Central. Make it. What do you got? Yeah, there's a lot of good points there. I mean, it, the Avalanche are just the class of this division. I mean, they're they're probably one of the better teams in the league. So, yeah, they win this division hands down. Um, yeah, like you say, the Dallas Stars, they missed the playoffs after winning the Stanley – or not or making it to the Stanley Cup final um, this past year. And injuries and COVID kind of screwed up their goaltending. Uh, I think they do bounce back this year. So, I, yeah, I, I'm going to say they're going to be um, going to be there. Uh, second, 
Uh, the Wild, I think they're going to sneak in at, uh, I think they're going to be better. I think they're going to be three. And then the uh, the Blues are going to be four there. I, I don't see the Jets being, I still think their defense is not the best. They're, you know, bringing Nate Schmidt in was good. Um, but unless they change their system, I think they're just going to be giving up way too many high danger chances. They've done it the last two, three seasons. If they clean it up, then they may sneak in um, to the playoffs. But uh, I think it's going to be uh, the four. Uh, it's going to be Avalanche, uh, Stars, and Wild, and uh, Blues there. Yeah, I think, you know, with Winnipeg, I kind of just don't want to doubt them. Like, I never pick them to do well. And I just think that their top six is really good, um, if healthy. True, the, true. the bottom six is questionable, no doubt. I mean, I like Lowry and Cop together, but after that, I mean, Jansen Harkins, what's he at this point? Riley Nash, if he's going to get in there. Uh, defensively, they've made improvements. I still think they'll be pretty good on the back. And I think Brendan Dillon will be a big addition there mm-hmm. with Pionk yeah. and Morrissey Schmidt coming in um, and Hellebuck the goaltender. So I will see. I, Winnipeg's going to be an interesting team, probably a middle of the pack team all season, and we'll see if they emerge and get in or, or they don't get in. But um, Pacific is tough. Uh, Division-wise, it's a very difficult one because I think it's similar to the situation in the fact that Vegas is likely to be that number one team um in that division after that i think edmonton something's got to give with them in the playoffs i mean i think they'll make it and i think they might actually win around for once we'll see we'll do playoff predictions at the end but um that's a that's a tough one to gauge the pacific i think the i think the kings get in in the canucks i think the canucks will make it as long as they can get Pedersen and use resign yeah. which i'm sure is going to happen in the next few days and if it doesn't it becomes a huge disaster for a gm who's had a lot of question marks around him for many years at this point in bidding. So um, after that in the bottom, I think the Kraken will have a solid season. I don't think they're going to do what Vegas did. Um, I think they're good, not playoff good though, I would say uh, for an expansion team that I think Calgary is going to have a disappointing season. I think they're going to finally blow it up to a certain degree in the off season with, you know, Goudreau and, and we'll see what other guys could be out the door. Monahan, um, for sure. The Ducks and the Sharks. I think the Sharks are just going to be bad. You got the whole Evander Kane thing um, going on, which is really bad. Um, and I just, I just don't think that they're good at this point. They got a lot of huge contracts that are just not even close to being good at this point. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think Vegas, Edmonton, LA, Vancouver in the playoffs. And I think the teams that miss it, I think, I think Seattle and Calgary are respectably close. I think Anaheim and San Jose are not close, even though I think Anaheim is going to look better, but I don't know how much better their point total will be. So that's what I'm going with the Pacific. Uh, who are you going with? Yeah, it's similar. I think the, I think the Vegas Golden Knights, they, yeah, like I said, with call same thing with the central Colorado Golden Knights are just so much better than a lot of the teams here. So, I mean, they're going to be first as much as it pains me to say it. Um, I don't like the Golden Knights. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you're looking at they're, – they're, they're just the better team uh, of all of them. Um, the Canucks, I think, are going to sneak in. They get Pedersen signed. They get Hughes signed. Uh, they got really good depth this year. I think they've got some great offense uh, in all four lines. Um, defense is questionable. We'll see how all the new pieces fit in with Ekman Larson and uh, Pullman. But uh, we'll see how that goes. But I think the Canucks are good enough to make the playoffs. Um, I think it's going to be Golden Knights, uh, Canucks. I think they're better than the Oilers. Um, I'm not sure about the Oilers right now. It's just, you know, they bring in Zach Hyman uh, on a crazy deal that I believe. 
believe wasn't, you know, it's just too much for a guy like that. Yeah. Um, so plays McDavid, I mean, he did pretty well with Matthews, so you never know. Uh, I think he's going to be, he's going to be a good, good player there. I think the others do, do make the playoffs. I mean, they do have a good enough team to get there. Their goaltending again is questionable. So, I mean, they get there and we'll talk about playoffs later, but you know, I think, I think it is Canucks, Oilers, uh, Golden Knights and last team. I think the Kraken are going to sneak in here. I think they're pretty good. I think they're good enough defensively. I think they're going to be a very gritty, um, you know, that type of two, one type games they are going to be winning. I think that's, they got really good defense core. Uh, the goaltending is quite good. I mean, I think the Kraken are just going to be that middling team, but they'll make it. So uh, that'll be my four. All right, let's do the playoffs. Uh, in the Eastern Conference in the first round, I have Lightning Bruins, Leafs, Panthers, Capitals, Flyers, Rangers, Hurricanes. And my picks in those are going to be the Lightning beat the Bruins in six, Leafs beat the Panthers in seven. Capitals lose to the Flyers. Or, sorry, Panthers beat the Leafs in seven. Excuse me. Of course, the Leafs are not going to win a game seven. Um, <laughs> Flyers in seven over the Capitals. And Carolina in five. After a huge regular season for the Rangers, they disappointingly lose in the first round. So, moving on to the second round of the Eastern Conference, I have Tampa, Florida, Philly, and Carolina. Who do you have moving on to round two? So, I mean, the Atlantic, you know, Maple Leafs missed, so they're not there. Uh, but, you know, Lightning against uh, – of course, they didn't write anything of this down, so that'll go by my memory. Just wing it. We're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Lightning are going to be uh, – they're going to beat the Panthers. Uh, you know, they're such a powerhouse, those two teams. So, Lightning over the Panthers, I'm going to say seven there. Uh, Canadians over – I'm going to stay the beating the Bruins, Canes over the Bruins. That's another seven-game series. That's going to be a tight one. Um, so for the Atlantic, I got uh, I got the Canadians and Lightning moving on there. Uh, for the Metro, Metro I got uh, – I said the Rangers are going to win that division. So the Rangers against uh, – oh, who did I have for the four? So Rangers against the Flyers. So I'm going to go – I'm going to go Rangers over the Flyers in six. And then uh, Hurricanes over the Islanders uh, in seven there. All right. So in the Western Conference, I have the uh, Blues beating the Stars in seven, the Oilers beating the Kings in six, the Avalanche beating the Canucks in five, and Vegas beating Winnipeg in four. So a couple of easy series there for the Avalanche Golden Knights. So that is uh, Blues, Oilers, Avalanche Golden Knights moving on to round two in the West and uh, off the top of your head, what do you have okay. for your four? So uh, it's going to be battle expansion teams or Golden Knights against Kraken. So uh, that's going to be a tough one. I think Golden Knights go, go there uh, in six and uh, Canucks over. Oh, who else did I have? Canucks over the Oilers. Well, that's going to be a, that's gonna be a crazy series. If that happens. Uh, yeah. Knocks over the Oilers in uh, in seven. There, that's gonna be a crazy series. Uh, and then we got uh, in the Central. Uh, we got the Avalanche against the Dallas Stars, and that'll be Avalanche all the way. I think that's a that's a five gamer. And then uh, the Blues are gonna go over the Wild in uh, in seven there. All right, uh, my conference finals matchups become. The uh, Lightning after they beat the Panthers in six, the Hurricanes after they beat the Flyers in six, 
the uh, Avalanche beating the Blues in six and Vegas beating Edmonton in six. So all six game series there. Um, so I would have Lightning, Hurricanes, Avalanche, Golden Knights for my final four. What about you? So I got, uh, yeah, Lightning. Lightning's going to come out of that. I mean, that's a that's an easy one. Uh, Lightning, I got, uh, I'm going to go Rangers in the Metro. And so it'll be Lightning, Rangers. And then uh, it's going to be, let's say the Avalanche. This time it's the Avs. And then uh, Golden Knights coming out of uh, the Pacific. So Golden Knights, Avs, Lightning, and uh, the Rangers. All right, so we have three of the four as the same. I say the uh, Hurricanes upset the Lightning in seven, and the uh, Vegas Golden Knights once again beat the Avalanche in seven. So a couple of thrilling seven-game conference final series. So I got uh, Vegas and Carolina in the Stanley Cup final. What do you have? I'm going to go – I mean, I think I think the Lightning are going to the final again. I'm going to go Lightning against the, against the Avs, and that was my prediction last season. We'll see if that happens this time. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I've historically been pretty good at the preseason picks with the cup final, uh, you know, having the lightning uh, in it the last two years. I don't think I picked them to win both years, but um, close enough, I suppose. I mean, yeah, I think I think Vegas will beat Carolina in my series. Um, you know, I think Vegas is just they're, – they're just really good, and they're going to win at some point, you got to think. And my Con Smythe winner is Robin Leonard. What a story that would be for him to win one, and uh, that would be just tremendous. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with the Abs winning the Cup this finally. Um, there's too good of a. T- I feel that they're they're just on the cusp last season and kind of got snake bitten there. And you know, against the Golden Knights, it was hard to. It was a tough series. So I mean, I'm gonna go with the. The Avs winning the cup finally, and Con Smythe, uh, Nathan McKinnon. I mean, this guy's ready to break out in a big way, and I don't know, maybe he has already, but I think playoff McKinnon is going to be is going to emerge this season. So, I would be very surprised if Vegas or Colorado doesn't win the cup this year. Be- yeah. I, you could add Tampa to that, but like they've already won two times, or something's got to give there. Yeah, um, you know. It's going to be very interesting to see. I think Colorado wins the President's Trophy and then continues that tradition of really not doing anything after that. So um, I'll go with that there. Uh, in terms of the Vesna, I'm going to go back to Colorado for this one. I think they're going to have such a good regular season. I think Darcy Kemper will win it in his first year as the Avalanche goaltender. And, uh, and I'm also going to just give out my caller here too because that's also an Avalanche player. Alex Newhook. Really liked what I saw from him last year. Usually I go with one of the guys that's the big favorite. I'm going to go against that now because I'm never right. So what does it matter at this point? So I'm going to go with Newhook to win the Calder and Kemper to win the Vesna. Your thoughts? Yeah, Calder, I'm going to go with Cole Caulfield. I mean, this guy is just – he's just so so slick. And I know he's I'm just being easy and picking the favorite. But uh, Caulfield, I think there's not really anyone that can, I think, challenge him. Newhook's an interesting name, though. I mean, this guy, yeah, he's a very skilled guy, too. And coming in to the abs, I think he could. Yeah, he could definitely be in that that conversation. I'm hoping Pod Colson in Vancouver is in that conversation, too. But I I just don't think he's going to be playing with enough skill. Um, He's going to play on the third line probably most of the year. But you never know. 
I mean, like I say, it's probably it's just so tough to pick Calder lately. It's just some guys come out of nowhere, like who thought Jason Robertson was even going to be in the conversation with a Calder, and he yeah. was. And yep. then I mean, Kaprizov ultimately won it, but it got you know who would have thought Robertson would be a guy that'd be in there. Um, so I mean, you never know. But I say Cole Caulfield is is my pick still, and then Vesna. That's a tough one too. I mean, there's so many some goaltenders can come out of nowhere and and be good. Um, I, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go with Hellebuck uh, in Winnipeg winning another one because this guy's gonna have to be a ridiculously good goaltender throughout the year for the Jets to be in it unless their defense does come together. So I'm going to go with Hellebuck there. All right, the Norris Trophy. Um, I think this is going to be a guy who is going to be due to win it as a young defenseman. I think we're either looking at Miro Haskinen or Kale McCarr. I'm going to go with Haskinen. He just got paid. He's playing around a really good defensive structure. He's going to score points. I could see a guy like Hughes winning it, following kind of the Norris, uh, the Fox model from last year for the Norris being a really, really good offensive defenseman. Um, but I'm going to say Haskinen wins it this year, and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see who actually does win it. Who do you got winning the Norris? Well, I mean, I hope Quinn Hughes is in the conversation. That means he's really good defensively this year. But uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with Haskinen with this one. I uh, I like that pick. He's a, a very good off- you know, offense, defense. He does it all. And I think uh, it's finally, yeah, he's going to be the one that will win it. Um, but I mean, I, I do wish Hughes can, can get there. I think he can, uh, but I think Heisman is going to be the guy this year. All right. Uh, let's stick to the defensive ideas and go with the Selkie trophy. Um, I'm going back to back Barkov wins it again. I think, I think the Panthers are going to have a big season. He's going to be a big part of that. There's really only five to six contenders for it every year. Anyway, you look at Couturier, Bergeron, O'Reilly, Stone, um, Barkov. I mean, that's pretty much all you got. And I'm going to take Barkov to go back to back, uh, winning the Selkie. Yeah, that's that's a very, very good pick. Uh, but I mean, I think Bergeron's taking back the crown this year. Uh, it's going to happen at some point. He, he's he's just won so many in his career. Yeah. Uh, I think he was probably angry he didn't get it this past season. Uh, I think he's going to come back and and bring that swagger back and, and win it again. All right, let's do the uh, Maurice Richard, um, the Rocket Richard. I'm going to take Ovechkin because why not? And I don't really see anybody challenging him other than Austin Matthews. So give me Ovi to win it in the uh, chase for the Gretzky goal record. Yes, I'm going to echo that one. I'm going to go with Ovechkin too because uh, this guy's just so exciting. I mean, he just oozes goals and he re-signs in Washington and no one, I mean, I, I don't know why there was any doubt that he wouldn't. Um, and I think he's going to hit that Gretzky record. And yeah, he's going to be the Rocket Richard. I'm going to pick him as well. All right, let's do the Hart and the Art Ross. I'm going with two different players for this one. I think the Art Ross is going to be McDavid with the most points. But I think that the Rangers are going to have such a good season that our Timmy Panera is going to be close enough to McDavid in points where he is going to win the Hart Trophy. So, Panarin for the Hart, McDavid for the Art Ross, your thoughts? Well, I'm going with McKinnon in both. I, I, I just feel like, I just feel this this breakout season coming from this guy. And, you know, he's he was already kind of in the conversation last, you know, not last into the season before that. Uh, he's just, 
I think he's very close to being that McDavid type superstar. And if he was in Canada, he probably would be. Um, you know, McKinnon's just, he's so amazing to watch. Every time he has the puck, it's just, it's exciting. So I think, I think McKinnon's going with the heart and uh, they are Ross this season. And then, well, I picked him for the Consumite too. So he's going to be a triple crown guy. That would be something for sure. Um, the Jack Adams. I'm taking the Rangers theme, Gerard Gallant, first year there. I think he's going to instill a system and a style. They're going to be a really good team. Uh, I think Gallant wins it his first year. There's a lot of intriguing candidates for the Jack Adams. What do you yeah. think? Well, I'm going to go uh, and pick from the Seattle Kraken, Dave Haxtell. Uh, I think he's going to be a – he has a similar type of – I think he has a similar type of Gerard Gallant when he was in for the Golden Knights. He's going to have have this have the Kraken playing a very uh, sound system throughout the year, and uh, you know just making the playoffs and is huge for an expansion team right off the bat. Uh, I think Haxtell is going to to come in and win that. Absolutely. I mean, that was a hire that was criticized by a lot of people. I think it's going to work out though, and we'll see if it does uh, eventually do so. All right, that'll do it for this one, uh, the 2021-22 NHL season preview. I'm sure we'll reconvene at some point during the season to discuss more hockey multiple times throughout the season. Uh, you can follow Matthew at Matthew Jader SC on Twitter, media editor and Canucks NHL draft contributing writer for the hockeywriters.com, co-host of the Hockey Writers Prospects corner um so matthew thanks for joining me we'll uh, we'll talk soon yeah thanks for having me it's uh hawks just around the corner training camps are getting going it's exciting to uh to get going here it's absolutely going to be a great season no doubt about it